All right, if you're just waking up, the Blue Jackets and John Tortorella mutually decided to part ways. He was in his last year of his contract, and he will go on to bigger and better things. He's a winner. He'll do well. But the question is, what do the Jackets do? Let's talk to TV analyst Jody Shelley. Hi, Jody. Hello, Jody. Good morning, and welcome back. Hey, thanks, guys. Good to talk to you guys. Yeah, now there was so much speculation leading up to this. Certainly nobody was surprised by the parting of ways. But, you know, Jody, just an impression that I got over the years, the Hitchcocks and Arneal Richards, they all seemed to be kind of, to me, just kind of passing through. Tort seemed like he was going to be here for 10, 15 years. Were you surprised at all? You know what? Uh, I wouldn't say I was surprised. I, you know, you get to watch John Tortorella go through his evolution here with this team, and yeah. you watch the team get to a certain point, and then you see things change in the locker room, um, and, and you see new guys come in that need to learn kind of how it works here. So for Torts, um, you know, I think he's a really smart guy. He, he understands what he's doing and how he's doing it. Very calculated. Uh, but also spontaneous in, in being calculated. I, I think that authenticity is what we love here from him and what he's done. But, no, I don't think I'm surprised. I've watched it, uh, the locker room change. It doesn't seem like it's a John Tortorella team. I think he was, um, you know, this season coming in, I wonder if he maybe thought that, uh, you know, his he was done before starting this season. Um, but, you know, he had a year on his contract, and he came and he did a great job, and, and, and uh, it just seemed like it was time for him to move on. And what's your thoughts on, you know, when you have a John Tortorella, you got to build a team that's suited to playing his style. Uh, with Yarmo, and, and, and at times, and I'm not blaming Yarmo, but at times it didn't seem this player would fit Tortorella's system but maybe fit someone else. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, you got to look at what happened here. They kind of got their hand forced when Dubois signed that contract and wanted out of town. I mean, that's the number one centerman. That's kind of a, a piece that you build around when it comes to the future, and, and they developed this kid and put a lot of time into him. You know, so now they have to bring in Patrick Liney and Jack Roslovic, who are two great players. But now these two kids have got to not only come in, but, but learn and, you know, not only learn the system, but learn how it works at this level at the, with John Tortorella. And Seth Jones went through it for five or six years. So did Bjorkstrand. And now is it fair to them to let these guys have a little slack when Torch didn't do it the first sure. year? Remember, Seth Jones got benched. I mean, it's just like kids, guys. It's just, you know, it. it it's the same thing. You put up boundaries. You expect certain things. You watch them develop. Uh, I would have liked to have seen Torch be here long enough to hand this room over. You know, he is the face of the franchise, or he was until yesterday. I say that because everywhere we went, people wanted to talk about John Tortorella. He's that type of figure, uh, great representative of our city and, and uh, our organization. Uh, but it, you know, I was hoping some players maybe would have stepped up above him and taken this. But it didn't. Re- it didn't seem like it really happened. Right. It like it almost got to that point. And then with Dubois leaving, you know, Anderson leaving, you know, those young players that we, that we adored, Felino Savard, it's, uh, you know, that's where yeah. things really changed big time. Do you think, Jody Shelley, that the age difference, I know in baseball the manager, the old crusty manager out there, I don't <laughs> know if hockey, if you can compare the two, but at 63 years old you got 23-year-old kids coming in here. I mean, 40 years is a lot. 
Yeah, I, I don't know about that. You know, okay. I think hockey, hockey has a simplicity Fair. to it that will never be gone. Uh, you know, and that's what Torch is good at. It's those details that make good teams great. Um, and he holds them accountable to that. Now, I don't know. I mean, you know, is there is there something to be said for the way he brought this team to where it is? And I think the players that he's interacted with here will benefit from him four or five years from now when this, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just think that there's an impact he has on your career. Like I look at Oliver Bjorkstrand, and he just signed a five-year contract, a nice deal for him, an amazing deal. And it has a lot to do with going through it with Torch. And I think there'll always be an admiration there. So that's his impact. And unfortunately, and he said two years ago, he said, I won't be around to watch this team win. And I don't know if you remember him saying that. Uh, the next coach will get the the fruits of, of his labor. And that's how he works. That's how it works with him. He establishes it. He really lays the base work. And then, you know, as he moves on, he sits back and he'll watch these players uh, do well. And coaches know that coming into what's the old cliche, the, uh, you know, hired to be fired. That's yeah, just that's no. just business. That's how it works. Yeah, I mean, it really is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's it's based on wins and losses. And when you're working on that in that uh you know, in that kind of heat and that kind of moment, that's the, that's the reality of it. Why don't you coach the damn team, Jody? You know what? Uh, <laughs> that's uh, not even – I coach 12-year-olds, and that's, I'm still scratching my head over that. <laughs> <laughs> that's more complicated, actually. <laughs> well, you're so good in front of yeah. the camera anyway. So. Uh, Jody well, Shelley's with you. us. Jody Shelley's with us. Hey, Jody, so the fans – and I'm just speaking as a fan, not myself. The fans want a – Wide open style, and Torch didn't use the young guys right, and I want a wide open style of play, and we, we got to go at teams, and I would just say that to the fans is um, the defense was bad this year, and if Zach Rowinski, and I think he's a great player, but if you loosen him up and go, he might be minus 20. I, I don't necessarily know you if you do the exact opposite of John Tortorella, Jody. I don't think that's the, the – I know what the fans think, but you, I don't think you can play that style. It depends on your clientele. Yeah. It really does. I mean, let's go back here a little bit. Bobrovsky was the goalie. Um, they lost to Pittsburgh in that series a few years ago because they didn't have a game-breaker. They go get Artemi Panarin. Uh, with Bobrovsky now Vesna, uh, at Vesna form and having a game-breaker, they open up the game a little bit. Atkinson's leaving the zone early, which is what they wanted him to do. Cheat, push back to D. Uh, but you have to have the confidence starting in the blue the the blue paint and work out from there. And and you know not to say they didn't have it with the two goalies they have now, but not to the level that they were playing at with the full team with the acquisitions and the free agents that they had. Uh, there was on your toes in the way they played. They had to lock it down this year. They really played a, a defensive style of hockey and lacked the scoring. Of course, everybody wants to see scoring. Um, and maybe you can open it up a little bit more, but, but, you know, not too much. I mean, we all want eight goals, but I just, I think it depends on what you have in your lineup and your roster and, and, and how you play in your own end before you can go score. Yeah. Can you, uh, tell us any possible replacements? Who's the new guy going to be? Have you heard? I haven't heard one thing and, you know, and I, there's a bunch of, I mean, there's a bunch of former jackets, and I lo- I love that conversation. You know, when yeah, I saw Richardson, I, I saw Luke's. Yeah, man. Kevin Deneen is one that you guys got to know really yeah. well back in yeah. the day. You know, so those are people that, and, and this is just me sitting on the couch uh, throwing names against the wall. You know, Yarmo's got to do the work, and he's probably got people in line. Uh, there's two great coaches that were on the bench. Do they get a look at it? Brad Larson and Brad Shaw. 
Um, so I don't know. And then there's coaches in the minors. So, you know, it's got to me, there's got to be a nice mix of former players, players that have, uh, can interact with, with the young players, but also be accountable. So there's some great options out there, but, but to, to, I have no idea. So Jody, the has got a big job now. So yeah. the key obviously is you want to re-sign Seth Jones and, and keep Patrick Line. Would hiring the wrong coach prevent them from wanting to stay here long-term or doesn't it matter? Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Seth Jones, to me, um, signing him would have started, you know, a long time ago with how they treat him and how he's, how he enjoys it here. And I know he loves it in Columbus. Uh, does he get to see now? I would say so. Um, no, but, but it could. It, it could impact that. You know, maybe that's a conversation that they have behind the scenes to be like, hey, you know, like before we could do this, we want to make sure it's good with you. That's how important that player is. But, uh, yeah, I would say all those things can impact uh, the future. I mean, think about your your workplace. If you're the guy that can choose if you want to be there or not, and they hire someone that you don't like to, to run your station, uh, which may be the case now, I have no idea. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know... But you know what I mean? What are you yeah. going to do? Hey, if, Jerry, if had someone... to, yeah. Jerry had to sign off on me, Jody. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> now everyone hates him for it. Exactly. Hey, put your uh, plane uh, skates on. I was thinking about you with this Rangers-Tom Wilson thing when they dropped right away. Boy. Uh, I haven't seen anything like that in a while. Just your overall thoughts. Did you kind of get the juices flowing when you saw that Rangers Capital game? You know what? We worked at, during that game. I was excited to keep a little eye on it. I'll go back to the night that Tom Wilson had the incident. Um, I didn't like the look of Artemi Panarin with no helmet on getting bounced around. I mean, I've always been in scrums with, um, you know, and I knew who I, was, who I had a hold of. And I have a uh, more. I have a great deal of respect for superstars in the league, and I understand their role. And I wouldn't take advantage of them. You know what I mean? And, and to see him with his helmet off puts it at another level of, of awareness for me. Yeah. Um, True. And also, if I was playing against Tom Wilson that night, I would not have finished the game. You know what I mean? It would yeah. have been he, the, the fact that he did that to Artemi Panarin. I would have let him know a um, that that that's just, that doesn't fly. And B, I would have let the league know with my messaging of, of whatever I did to Tom Wilson as far as dropping the gloves, even if he didn't want to, that no one messes with our Timmy Panera. That that's the role. That that's the back that that's the message everyone needs it needs to be crystal clear at the end of that night, uh, that that doesn't fly. And then need to have an even longer night. Uh, the next game. That, that's how I would have approached it as um, with my role. Really, Jody, guys like you are, you know, not in the league anymore. Who is considered like the tough? Is there a guy who, uh, the, who's the toughest in the league? Before we would know the heavyweights. Now I couldn't name you more than like two or three. Well, it's, it's evolved, yeah. Well, Ryan Reeves is one uh, out in Vegas and, and Tom Wilson. But, you know, they weren't. We were full timers when we. Yeah. Played. I mean, we we were full timers, and and we did it to to maintain a relevancy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if I could have got to a point where I could play more minutes and have less fights, <laughs> I would have for, I would have forgot about the fight. Yeah. I totally would have. And if I was making five million dollars a year, <laughs> kept you on the I ice. would have looked at guys in my role and said, ah, I don't have to fight you. And that's where it's become extinct. That's added to it a little bit because they have the option not to. Yeah. Where if we had t- decided that we were all going to try to be, you know, danglers out there, then 
we would have just made ourselves extinct quicker. So there was there was two parts to that, and I think that uh, they've taken the option, which is fine because uh, that's what they've done. But I would like to see something in the lineup. I think every team needs not just for that, yeah. but for the camaraderie of the room. Uh, guy Changing like the ben pace Strum. of the game. Changing the game. You know, we got Bemstrom, Bork, Bjorkstrand, these young players from Europe. Hey, put a guy in there. And I know they're looking for one. I'm, I'm sure they always are. Just to try to, you know, just to hold people accountable and let them know that uh, our boys are, are fun. Sure. Yeah, I was watching oh, some. That's a great take. I man. was I was watching so a true. fight between Rick Tockett and Bob Probert on YouTube. Oh. And, and Tockett headbutted him twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Now there's just 26 cameras in the building. Back, back then, I think there was three. So yeah, they, yeah they, that's they true. They got every angle and everything. So the stuff behind <laughs> the play in the 80s and 90s, when you I mean, you don't see half the stuff. Uh, and, and that's where guys made quite the name of, for the reputation of being yeah. good with the stick and behind the play, behind the legs, those, those types of things. Yeah. Hey, Jody, thanks as always Thank for coming you. on. We appreciate it. My pleasure, guys. My pleasure. Uh, great talking to you guys. Enjoy the offseason. All Thank right. You. See ya.